listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. My chair rolls. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Thanks for... Got to see Rush. <laughs> yes, you do. You were covering up Getty. I, I, I'm really I couldn't sorry. let that happen. It's uh, Mike and John Got It Going On, Mike Marino, John King, and um, we we have our first, uh, our first uh, call-in sick day. Yeah. Tim Robinson, our sports guy. He did follow Gigo Inc. Uh, procedures. Uh, procedures. Yes. And did call in. So, uh, so we'll, yeah. So, no sports today. Somebody won, somebody lost, yeah. somebody got traded. Right. That's our sports. <laughs> uh, also, come, <laughs> um, Rotten Tomatoes only gave us a, a 4.0 right. on our uh, post show yesterday. It was a little long. It That's, was. Uh, it, it went a little long because you went on your your Hanson's journey. Yeah, the, um, the, the group called so, uh, the Hansons, a Toledo-based indie group that uh, I interviewed. Okay, we don't know. We don't need to expand. Oh, I'm sorry, the, you're right. I'm sorry. Show content for you, but I did say. Well, you know, uh, the the tubers have checked in and, yeah. and said it was a little long. Rotten Tomatoes said, yeah. But I did say, like, if anyone knows what happened to the Hansons, and somebody did come through. And uh, what happened to the Hansons? I don't know. But up? one of them, uh, Jory Lyle, is still making music. His solo really artist. Hansen, and his uh, name's Jory. Yeah. Lyle. So <laughs> there's no Hanson in so, there. No, no, they were never. It was the Hansons, not Hanson. Don't confuse them with Hanson. Got it. Yeah. All right. Our our one of our podcast uh, uh, viewers slash listeners tubers Alex Hansen, who is a South Lyon City Councilman. He popped in with his. Uh, Reminiscing about Hanson the group yeah. and how that gave him trouble at the time yeah. with the same last name, they, and everyone started calling him Mbop. Yeah, but see, his his last name was uh, ended in uh, en, right? Not yeah. on, like that, like Hanson's. Now I don't know. Did he? I don't know if he used that at the time. I, well, you, my name is is en, not on. So mm, there, Mbop that. Uh, yeah, Bop that baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if he was smart because he was in high school at the time, he right. probably would have could have used that. To, like, oh, those are my cousins. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's my cousins. Yeah, my cousins yeah. Uh, might be cousins. coming over this weekend. Yeah, you, you know. Over? Yeah, yeah, you know. If you, <laughs> you never know. They might show up. Uh, uh, you know, go to Blockbuster, rent yeah. a movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how long ago it was. Yeah. Remember uh, going to Blockbuster? Yeah, that was fun. Anyway. Yeah, spend most of the time searching through the movies. You come well, home with six. How's it any different now than when you go searching through Netflix or Hulu or whatever, and you're like, no, no, no maybe, maybe no. No, yeah. maybe. No. I'm no, looking forward no. to Reacher, the second season when okay. that comes out on Amazon. It was good. It was I, I did, did you watch like, I did like Reacher. He yeah. kicked some butt, didn't yeah. he? It was a fun it was a fun character. Actually, uh the guy who plays him, Alex I don't know. Not Hanson. Thick, um <laughs> Alex Thickneck. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be a Comic Con. Oh, re- oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah at the Motor City Comic Con. Motor City Comic Con. All right. All right. Are we ready to get Gigo News? Going I think on? we are. All right, let's do it. All right, here's what's happening. On a 5 to 2 vote Monday night, Brighton City Council accepted the resignation of City Manager Nate Geinzer, who abruptly resigned his position after last week's council meeting. While the specific reason for the resignation remains unknown, it followed a heated exchange last Thursday between Councilmember Paul Gibson and Assistant to the City Manager Henry Outlaw over a grant application. Geinzer twice tried to intervene and was forcefully told by Gibson it was his turn to speak. 
The council is expected to review potential search firms at their next meeting on April 7th. The owner of a Brighton area skincare company hopes to transform a 17-acre property in Green Oak Township into a multi, uh, multi-purpose outdoor music venue and farmer's market. David Lawrence is CEO and president of Joshua Tree Skincare. He recently displayed a banner along the property at US 23 in Winans Lake Road that said, quote, support this or we get another strip mall, end quote. According to an article in MLive.com, Lawrence and his partners want to develop the parcel into a space they're calling Farm Fresh Michigan. The intent is to place a low-key outdoor concert venue alongside a farmer's market, as well as an agricultural processing building that would house Joshua Tree's operations, retail space, on-site glamping with A-frame cabins and event space and several greenhouses. The land is owned by the Legacy Sports Center Complex, which has the group under contract, and that land is actually right across the street from the Legacy Sports Center. They're currently crowdfunding with a goal to raise a million dollars by March 31st, so... Better get on it. Uh, Lawrence told MLive he hopes to raise the money before bringing the plan to Green Oak Township officials for their approval. The project's total cost would be just under $5 million. They say the project could go in phases, though, if necessary. And Livingston County will be participating in a statewide uh, tornado drill this week. The drill set for Wednesday at 1 p.m. will provide the first test of the county's tornado sirens for the year. The Livingston County Public Alerting System will send out an initial warning to the public, followed 20 minutes later by an all-clear message. Wednesday's test comes a little more than a week after the 10th anniversary of the 2012 tornado that touched down in Livingston County before heading south into Dexter, destroying several homes, although there were no serious injuries. That EF3 tornado had a maximum wind speed of 140 miles per hour, according to the National Weather Service. Wednesday's drill takes place uh, uh, during Severe Weather Awareness Week in Michigan. Details on how to prepare for tornado season can be found through a link at the Mike and John Facebook page. And that's what's going on. It is what's going on. Mike and John got it going on. Brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Doors. And uh, the the drill is tomorrow? Yes. What time? 1 p.m. You'll hear the sirens go off. It's a good thing we're in this bunker here. We're already ready. I think we're pretty safe here. We're safe. We've got this... uh, folding thing behind oh, us, our, sturdy, which no, will protect sturdy. us from things. Well, flying. the nice thing about that is if it falls over, it really won't be any big deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tip it back up. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that that's going on. Then this uh, the, the crowdfunding for the uh, the concert venue yeah. slash farmer's market. farmer's market slash retail space and yeah. food truck facility. <laughs> uh, well, no, I, I think it's it sounds like a pretty cool idea, but it ends on the 31st of this month. Well, that's the initial crowdfunding thing. Oh. They're trying to get a million dollars to kind of just get it rolling. They haven't even presented their plans to Green Oak Township. Uh, they could say, we have a million dollars to get this thing rolling. That's what they're looking to do. I'm guessing that that's, you know, if you come in and say, look, we already got a million bucks and the public is, you know, behind it. You, you can buy shares in it if you want. When I looked at the crowdsource funding, it was still had a long way to go. So, so 2% um, you said? I think yeah. uh, they're going to need investors like some, you know, developer or investors. Some hot shot. Yeah. Like John King. Well. Opening a few bucks. You know, if yeah. enough people go to the Mike and John merch store. And keep buying up that merch. We may just be the developer that they're looking That's for. That's right. <laughs> Maybe. We've been underdeveloped for a long time, but it's time to start developing. <laughs> <It's> time. <laughs> That's very true. Mentally, emotionally, no, it, we're underdeveloped. It does seem like a cool thing to have yeah. right here in Livingston County. It'd be very cool. Right next to the Legacy Center, too, so across the street. I right. mean, it's, it's a pretty cool location, too. Easy to get to. You don't have to go out to DTE, Pine Knob. No, it's Pine Knob now. Yeah, yeah. So. right. Did you ever see they're already selling T-shirts that say, it's always been DTE Music Theater to me. <laughs> I have not seen it. <laughs> so it's like, always been Pine Knob. 
job. As Somebody's long as always out there making yeah. a buck. Hey, Absolutely. speaking of making a buck on a T-shirt, go to the Mike and John merch <laughs> store at mikeandjohnpodcast.com. You can buy Mike and John uh, merch with our T-shirts, know, regular yeah. shirts like Absolutely. this with yeah, the logo yeah. on it. Absolutely. It'll look similar to this. Here, yeah, let yeah, me give you a model. Yeah, show them below. Yeah, show them. So. Stand up. All right, there you go. Some similar to that. Yeah. So yeah, there's uh, there's yeah, that, and you know what? Up. If they if they uh, do open up this place, we could get a booth out there. We could be like the guys who used to do it, pie knob, and sell yeah. shirts out of our our That's trunk. True. Yeah. On right. the back of the van. It's possible. Hey, want to buy a shirt? Yeah. Much like the Kiss T-shirt John well, has yeah. on is. That's a Meyer one, World that's, Tour. Maybe. That's not an original. No, that's an original 77 <laughs> tour. Yeah, right. Sure it is. <laughs> Three threads taped together. Uh, by the way, today is As Young As You Feel Day. William Shatner feels 91 because that's how old he is. He's still, and the yeah. thing is, man, he's still getting around. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's, still, he's doing Comic-Cons. I think he's coming to Motor City Comic-Cons. He is coming to Comic-Cons. It'll be him and Reacher? Yeah. We're going. <laughs> All right. We're not paying to get in. No. we got to sneak so in. So we can see if something gets taken. <laughs> International. Yeah, maybe David, now, David Hayes will be there, our friend David Hayes. Oh, yeah, that's right. He can, uh, he's passes. always at the Comic-Cons, you know, selling all his material, and uh, maybe, maybe we open should up open the up the back up, door. And maybe we should in. open up a Mike and John Got It Going On podcast booth, sell our merch. Yeah. Do you know what the cost is to open up a booth? Maybe we shouldn't open up that Mike and John. <laughs> Do you know how many stuff? shirts people are going to have to buy? <laughs> That's a whole lot of shirts. Uh, International Day of the Seal Day today. It's also International or National Bavarian Crepes Day. Okay. How is how's a Bavarian crepe different from a regular crepe? It's, uh, Does it have beer in it? <laughs> Maybe it has yeast in it and it fluffs up a little, so it's more like a pancake. Okay. And uh, National Goof Off Day. We'll have none of that around here. Oh, oh it's okay. time. It's time. All right, our uh, community spotlight alarm went off. And, of course, our community spotlight. Sponsored by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at REMAX Platinum. Jordan enjoys teaching people about the real estate transaction process, along with discussing current market conditions. So even if you're not currently looking to buy, sell, or just want to have a worthwhile chat with a real estate agent and a real estate professional, call Jordan, 248 444 Seven seven seven. Now, apparently, I was saying it wrong before. I was saying it was four 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 ninety seven seventy seven. No, it's nine seven seven seven. Uh, Jordan was saying his daughters, uh, which who they listen to the podcast uh, in the morning on the way to school, and they were asking like, "Why do they say your number weird, Daddy?" Because John's weird. Yeah. The, well, that's probably the that's, best explanation. Yeah. So, in 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 um, in seeking conformity, consistency. We're going to say now that the number to call Jordan is 248-444-9777. Like three sevens, it's like super lucky. It's like hitting the jackpot. Lucky sevens. Yeah, there you go. You can call Jordan, you, you know, that. you get your house there for a premium up on the market. And, you know, now's the time. People are starting to list houses, thinking about moving. Welcome to Verizon. Uh-oh. 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 Well, we're not going to be able to talk to Julie then. Right. I'll try it again. Yeah, I'll try it again. Whoops. we got to go back that way. No, you're. What number are you calling? That's the number. I don't know what number you're dialing oh. there, fella. Uh, you gave me that number. No, well, we I gave that. you this number. You added the seven three four. That's the number you gave me yesterday. This is the number right here. I wrote it down. Well, you were saying so many numbers and sevens and fours. I wrote it down for you. <laughs> we still, you know, we advertised yesterday for a salesperson to, to help us. Uh, we, we, I need we a needed an operator. We need a secretary. <laughs> is what we need to hire. We need an intern. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. All right. We're talking recycling. Yes. Julie Cribley from Recycle Livingston is going to join us if I dialed the right number. Yes, I think you did. Uh, good morning. Good, good morning. Good. This is Julie's phone. Hi. Is, Hi. Ju- is Julie there? Well, yes, she is. 
says, how would you know that? Well, she gave us this number and yeah. told us to give her a call. This is Mike and John for Mike and John Got oh. It Going On. Well, how are you lads this morning? Well, well, good. How are you? I'm fine. What are you cooking up in the basement today? <laughs> It's all legal. It is. There's nothing illegal that we know of or you know of going on. We're just cooking up the usual nonsense. But by the way, who are we talking to? Well, this is Julie's husband. Oh. Julie's husband. Do you have a name, sir? I'm Mr. Julie. Oh, Mr. Julie. All right. All right. Well, Mr. Julie, uh, you know, we wanted to talk with Julie about recycled Livingston, but and I'm sure you, I'm sure you've heard plenty about recycled Livingston being married to Julie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Mr. Julie, do, do you ever find yourself getting yelled at by Julie for not recycling oh, correctly? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm redirected on a constant basis. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the club. You can't recycle that. What are you doing? <laughs> My bride has briefly stepped away from the phone and uh, is uh, otherwise occupied. Uh, uh, we understand. Her. Yeah, that's oh, okay. Well, we can talk to you. Yeah, if no, you want. no. So, uh, so in terms of recycling, and I guess this is the interesting thing. I, I mean, I'm a member of Recycle Livingston. I use curbside recycling, which I know a lot of yeah. people do, but curbside recycling only goes so far in terms of making sure that the materials get recycled. Whereas that's with right. Recycle Livingston, you have a much better chance that the materials are going to be more fully recycled. And they are. Yeah. And they are. Oh, oh boys. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it was a pleasure talking was to talking Mr. Julie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Thanks, Mr. Julie. Yeah, Mr. Julie. <laughs> Mr. Julie says, you boys are just dandy. <laughs> okay, we're, we're dandy We've boys. been called worse. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> well, I'm glad you know that we're in the basement, yeah. so at least somebody's paying attention to us. Oh, my goodness. I should have been paying more attention to my phone this morning, apparently. <laughs> Good morning. Hi, Julie. It's Julie. Wait a minute. Now, now, John says he's a member of Recycle Livingston. Do you get a club card for that, or is is there you some do, kind of deal? You do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, special, special for John. So does that mean he's like a master recycler or something like that? Right there it is, fella. Yeah, it is. A re right I didn't realize you get a card for Here's that. Here's my Recycle Livingston. Do you have to hit a certain amount of poundage to get to that? I mean, like, <laughs> so many empty beer bottles? Or? <laughs> yeah, so many empty beer bottles. Right. Are good too. <laughs> You're in our silver platinum club, sir. You can go right to the front of the line. <laughs> so, so anyway, Julie, one of the one of the things I know a lot of people do in recycling, they, they put their pizza boxes in their bins, or sometimes they probably take them to you too with all that, that grease on them. Those are non-recyclable, correct? Well, even though the rules just keep changing depending on how much material the vendors are seeking. So the new rule is oh. at the moment that pizza boxes are fine as long as it's minimal grease ah. and food residue has been released. This is breaking news. It is. Julie, it's breaking right here. This is breaking podcast. news. I've been throwing away my pizza boxes yeah. because you know I knew that the, the food, the oil, and the grease in there, it, previously it was like you can't do that. Now you're saying if it's just minimal, like it just maybe touched, there's a couple of well, dots Well, perhaps you take that, that piece of cardboard that the pizza is on inside the box. If you yeah. get rid of that and the little table, right. that little right. table they put in there, the plastic table <laughs> right. to keep the cheese from hitting the top of the box. The table definitely is not recyclable. No, yeah, that's that, not recyclable. Okay, got yeah. it. All right, well, now, see, there we go. Now we know. And like you pointed out, Julie, the rules are kind of always changing a little bit. People yes. have to stay on yes. top of it. Hard to keep up on that stuff. Yes, it is. And, it, and it's why so many people get discouraged. And I totally get it. You know, unless you're really paying attention, you're moving along at this great recycling pace, and all of a sudden you find, oh, yeah. I've been doing it wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it does happen that way. I mean, right. you, you're like, I thought I could recycle that, and then there's certain plastics that you can't well, put in your bin. Like the cycle, the, the recycling, like the ones and the twos are the ones that are most often recycled. And I know that's all you guys correct. accept. You only accept ones and twos, correct? And the reason is we only have two compactors right. um, dedicated to that, and some of it is just, you know, what we're capable of doing. I mean, the one through seven plastics are still recyclable, and by certain companies, highly sought after. My problem is, is I can't get them all sorted right, in the right. right way that they'll take. Well, that's, and yeah, I guess, you know, that brings up a point, and I know, Julie, we've talked about this in the past, in terms of uh, you, the, some of those other numbers, while they're technically recyclable, I mean, people put everything in that in our curbside recycling bin, and we go, you know, convenient, put it out to the curb, it's all in one bin, that's great. But the reality is, unfortunately, that a lo- not a lot of that, or not enough of it, we'll say, ends up, ends up getting recycled. Some of it does, but not enough of it. And that's, not enough, yeah. right. And so that's the thing about Recycle Livingston is because you are specifically saying, look, we're going to take ones and twos, you have a, a, a guarantee of knowing that these ones and two plastics are going to make it to the recycler. Um, and the other thing that guarantees it is we are now paying for it. Right. So, and you know that's the difference as well. We didn't right, used to right. have to pay, but we do now. And and a lot of that has to do with. I mean, we used to ship our. I mean, a lot of people, more people know about it now than they did. But you know, as a country, we used to ship all our recycling overseas to China or uh, Vietnam, even countries like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and they would have to sort it like by hand. Uh, Absolutely, and that's why so much of it ended up in the ocean because right, right. they don't have the trash removal system that we do in place. Right. So they would take the premier plastics that they could make the most money off of, and then the rest they would just dump. Yeah. And yeah. so we think like, oh, good, we're saving the earth. But when you think about the carbon footprint to pa- it, right? pack our yeah. recycling into a, a container ship, ship it across the Pacific Ocean, dump it the shores there, so they can pick through it and then take the rest and throw, throw it in, in the, the ocean, ocean, and you go. Well, we've really saved the earth, haven't we? <laughs> Over here. <laughs> so, so for for those that don't know, you said you know ones and twos are the most valuable, or that's what you take at uh, Recycle Livingston. Give us a couple of, of examples of ones and twos, because a lot of times we don't look at the number. Well, water bottles, of course, are right. number one. You know, a lot of the clamshells are number ones. Um, You know, the number twos are the heavier plastics, you know, the the detergent bottles, the milk jugs. You know, yeah, and and let me, I I see this a lot. I see this more and more now where a product will have a recycling, the recycling triangle on it, but no number. But no number, right. And what does that tell me? Greenwash. That's what it tells you. It is what now? Pre-wash. Oh, pre-wash. Green. Oh, oh green wash. The company is trying to convince you. Ah, they're doing the right yes. Thing, but they're not going all the way. Right. So without a number, I generally, I mean, I what I've generally done is I end up, you know, some of that stuff I will throw away. Because yeah, you have to. I, because I right. don't know how to recycle it because I don't know what it's made out of. Right, exactly. And if it doesn't have a number, then how do you know? It's, you, I feel personally, and you tell me if I'm wrong, if it doesn't have a number... The chances of it being recycled are pretty much nil and none. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it is your best bet. I know people feel like, well, I don't want to throw it in the garbage, but your best bet is to put it in the garbage where, let's face it, it's going to end up in a landfill. That's the reality. That's where we put most of our garbage. We landfill it. Um, and as far, again, going back to the carbon footprint, it is better to just ship it straight to the landfill as opposed to sending it somewhere else so that they can go send it to the landfill. That doesn't make oh, any sense. Or throw it in the ocean. Yeah. yeah. 
is to not buy it. Right. Or not buy. Yeah. yeah, actually, you've hit upon the real solution here is that when we're in the store, if we can, when we can, I mean, we should be looking at, is this recyclable? You know, uh, is this something that I have a good feeling? What am I going to do with it? Yeah. When, when am I going to right. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, one that drives me nuts personally are um, uh, uh, deodorant. The plastic deodorant containers. Yeah. None of that seems to be recyclable. I don't see any numbers on that anywhere, and it doesn't seem like any brand makes those recyclable. Well, again, it depends on how far you want to go, but yeah. I deal with a company called Silver Falls Sustainability. They ship me um, my deodorant in a cardboard container that is fully compostable oh. when I'm done with it. That's interesting. Yeah, I so, know that. so there is. Uh, we wouldn't have to go without deodorant because there's enough stinky people right, in the right. world. Mike, Mike was worried there for a minute. He's like, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> you know, something's got to give here. I, I love the earth, but King can't go without deodorant. You know, it's 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 bad enough we've been compared to the old guys up in the booth. I don't want him to be Oscar the Grouch living in a trash can, right. smelling like garbage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is. I wouldn't even hang out with you guys. No, 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 we wouldn't blame you at all. But I guess the the point of that we're making is, you know, uh, recycling is 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 great, but you you've got to help it along. You've got to you've got to work it a little bit. And being a member of Recycle Livingston, and there's a membership fee, but with that brings, I, I you know, peace of mind yes. of knowing that you are actually making a difference. Yes, uh, most of our vendors are Michigan based. You know, we do our best to make sure. I mean, like our newspaper all goes to New Wool and Hudson and gets made into um, insulation still. Wow. You know, um, we deal with Padnos across the street from us with all of our metals, and they have just been wonderful to work with. So we just keep putting that best foot forward and, and trying to do you know, education, if we can still just right. get back to, it still has to start with, let's start reducing a little bit. Let's reduce our consumption. Let's really think about what we're doing. It's a lost message. It doesn't no, count. I was going to say, we're asking a lot. We're Americans. We don't think. All right? We just, we do. <laughs> Julie, right. We want, we want. Right? Yeah, that, no, no, that's true. And, you know, I know uh, with Styrofoam, uh, don't you have a pretty good deal with, with like, dark containers since they're yes, in Mason? Yes, we do. In yeah. Mason. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, you know, even though Styrofoam is still, I'm not a huge fan of it. Right. Um, but I recognize that Dirt is putting a lot of effort into sustainability. They've created a wonderful program, and they are truly recycling the styrofoam. Well, and the thing, you know, if for, for, for those folks that are completely reliant on curbside recycling, which does not take styrofoam. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know of any. I don't know of any curbside recycler that takes styrofoam. They don't. It's and, too lightweight. It blows out right. of the bins. It's right. too much of a hassle for them to deal with. Right. And so, and styrofoam is so non-environmental, it does not break down well. <laughs> That's right. So when we have to use it, which it's, like you said, it's a fact of life, but uh, to know to take it to Recycle Livingston, you know that it's it, it's going to get the most recycling out of it that it's possible. And another program that I'm really happy with that's worked out is um, our clothing recycling. Oh. Because we are recycling non-usable cloth. Oh. Now, anything that's usable, we, of course, will make sure it gets to somebody mm. that could use it again to give it another use. Oh, right? uh, now, yeah. let's let's talk about... Yeah, like, we have let's, we, uh, this brings up an interesting point, Julie. We're, we're thinking of um, doing a shirt swap uh, program <laughs> we were for, gonna... for old shirts right. from places two of us used to work. 
Yeah. For a Mike and John got it going on shirt. We were thinking about maybe at some point so, down the road having an event where people could bring in their old, no longer usable shirts. Yeah, I mean, they're dysfunctional. Yeah. The best that could be. Right, right dysfunctional. Yeah. Right. And they're, That's what we want. Dysfunctional shirt shirts. Dysfunction? And we don't, we don't want to, look, we don't, we don't want to put that back into the clothing stream, so yeah. to speak. Or to destroy we the would earth. Like to, waste stream either, right? Yeah. No. Put it in the Right, yeah. and we'd like to say maybe it could be pulped up for rags. Well, actually, what they do is they get shredded now um, and get made into stuffing for furniture. Oh, oh that would be bad. Can, can we watch them being shredded? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can do. Okay, video, wait a minute. Can we bring a shredder out to the event? <laughs> We're going to shred the shirt. All, and it's to save the earth. It's, it's, it's all about making furniture, which is hard to get these days, and saving the planet. That's right. All of us. Okay. Boy, Mike and John really got to go. Well, yeah. Sit on it, Ponzi. <laughs> We're going to sit on that shirt. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So I do want to ask you this. <laughs> Julie, let me ask you this. I, I'm just curious because, you know, you're such an expert in recycling. Have you ever watched the process of have seen it taken from something that's been brought to you and seeing where it ends up being recycled to and into something else? Um, well, I, I've been to Poly Products in yeah. Mulligan, um, which they do a wonderful job of recycling milk jugs into furniture. And yes, we've gone and toured their facility. They are like a hundred percent committed to this process. But unfortunately, they have to go outside of Michigan to get their material because we don't generate enough collected and brought to them in a way that they can use. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so it, it is some cool stuff. You, you know, you've, you've heard of uh, tennis shoes being uh, recycled yeah. into newer shoes or shoes being made from recycled products. Even uh, even uh, the uh, interior of cars, that kind of thing. I know Ford's done a lot with uh, recycled yeah. products. So really cool stuff. So it does go to a good cause when, uh, it when it's not and, just... You know, even the facilities that are taking your curbside program, for the most part, they are really dedicated to what they're doing. And they've invested a ton of money into their facilities. Um, there's places now that have, you know, like infrared cameras that read the symbols on the plastic. Wow. I mean, it's gotten, and it's very robotic now. They've put a lot of effort into this. But again, if people put all of their material into a plastic bag in their cart, right. it's kind of been pulled out and thrown away. Well, and you Nobody know, has time to rip open that plastic bag and sort what's in there. Right. Actually. And it is, uh, you know, and I when I can, I try and use paper bags or, or you know, reusable bags at, at the market. But, you know, sometimes it's it's so convenient. That's the, the issue is it's so convenient to use the plastic it's bag. It's so convenient. It's, right. too, it's too convenient, frankly. And yeah. um, and so we don't think about, like, where is this bag going to end up? And I, I always try to make sure that, you know, if we do use plastic bags from the store, that, that they get at least a second use. Um, so wherever I can, I'll try. And then, and I know that the stores have those bins out front where you can recycle the bags. Yeah, I was going to say, where does that play, those plastic bags go? Because I do that all the time. When I get plastic bags, I have uh, them sitting in my garage. And when I go grocery shopping, I take them and put them in that, that bin. Do they actually go anywhere? Yeah, that's the... Well, we're hoping, you know, I mean, some of the stores have, you know, balers, um, and they bail that plastic up. And once again, I do know companies that are seeking okay. that material. Yeah. Right. And if I had that capability... Um, absolutely, I would take film plastic in a heartbeat if I had a bailer sure. that I could dedicate to that. Um, but you know, you got to think about it. Most vendors want twenty-five bales in order to come pick it up. Yeah. Right, it has to be cost-effective. 
Right, for right. everybody. Right, exactly. So, and all right. So, while people might accuse us sometimes, and we do get accused sometimes of not being true recyclers because we don't take what they want us to take. Well, yeah, I, I guess that brings up the notion of the um, the wishful recycling. That's where right. I really want this to be recycling, so I'm just going to... This should be recyclable, so I'm just going to put it in the bin, and therefore it will be recycled. They're like, no, it won't. <laughs> Somebody will take that. <laughs> well, that's, the, that's unfortunately yeah. out of sight, out of mind, but it still ends up somewhere where we don't want it. Uh, but it really, as you point out, Julian, I think it's a good point as we wrap this up, that uh, it really does begin as uh, as consumers when we're in the store or when we're looking to buy products that we buy products that are you know entirely recyclable as as best as possible and that we we try and stay away from those products that in, in fact don't even have a recycling number on them or we know aren't going to be easily recyclable so it, it starts well, with us. All you have to do is talk to my cats. They're not very happy because their treats have to come in the number one or they don't get them. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Sorry, cats. Start with the pets. That's a great place to what start. About, what about Mr. Julie? Is there anything that yeah. he... Uh... <laughs> that he likes that you're like nope sorry uh, yeah. that doesn't come recyclable so you're out of it um, yeah that, that has happened there are products that I say no that's a five you're not buying it and he's like what and I'm like no no because I can't throw it away so, yeah. sorry go. buddy what if we just take it out of the packaging in the store <laughs> well that's a different problem yeah there you go alright we're going to recommend everyone just rip open the packaging in the store just leave it there leave it to them that's their problem <laughs> They'll stop selling it. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're not really recommending. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> so uh, again, Recycle Livingston. We've been talking with Julie Cribley from Recycle Livingston uh, online. RecycleLivingston.org. People can go there, find out more. You've got some great services. I know, like uh, uh, document shredding. People can come yep. and have their documents shredded there for. Uh, and then that gets recycled as well once it's shredded. Right. And it's confidential. You, you, the, yep, the material is put if, if if you if the if the shredder is not on site that day, it's put into locked bins, and yep. then it's yeah. yeah. And the company comes approximately once a month, and you know they we have been working them for a couple years and had no problems. Right. And I you know I, when we uh, last summer we were kind of debunking the house and we I had we went through our file cabinets just got rid of all this tax return stuff from years and years ago. I'm like what do we do with it? Can't just throw it in the garbage. It's got you know all confidential right. stuff and so I I was like it was what a you know, convenient and peace of mind thing to bring it over to Recycle Livingston, put it in those locked containers, and then know it was going to be, you know, shredded uh, and confidential, and then it's gone. So, um, uh, for people... We I didn't mean, have enough to steal from them anyway, no, no, but it was true. just... They would be very disappointed if they went in there like, what, this is it? Especially now. Okay, well, it's been great talking to you, Julie. Yeah, yeah can uh, you put Mr. Yeah. Julie back in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, too, thanks. Really, thanks. Uh, fun okay. stuff. And, well, and, you know, fun and serious at the same time for Recycle yep. Living. Stuff. It is a great organization. Uh, we've been members for years. and uh, ch Check it out. And, you know, uh, again, they have certain pay-for services. If, if you don't feel that a membership would be something that you need, like I said, document shredding and other things they can do, uh, they can do it on a per-fee basis. And you can just look them up, RecycleLivingston.org. So, right. Once again, we'd like to thank Jordan Genso for sponsoring our Community Spotlight. Call him, 248 444 Nine seven seven seven, or you can find them on Facebook. Jordan Genso, Community Servant, Community Realtor. All right, you can also find them on our back board, right behind us, right next to yeah, Sam Axe. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he's not a sponsor of the show. No, no, he's not. Uh, a couple of things. Um, 
Uh, I wanted to uh, point out I have to get us back into another file here, though. Okay. Um, recent research about the most boring and uh, and most exciting jobs. Okay. Recent research. So the most boring jobs, according to the University of Essex, number one, data analysis. Hmm. Number two, accounting. Okay. Tax insurance. Well, isn't accounting data analysis? But well, okay. It's, it all has to do with numbers. Tax and, tax and insurance. Right, right. Cleaning and banking. Most boring jobs. Okay. Of course, they're the ones that probably pay the most. That's <laughs> so the most exciting jobs. Are you ready? All right. Are you ready? I, I'm just ready. <laughs> <You're> ready. <laughs> performing, <laughs> performing, <laughs> performing arts. Oh well. <laughs> here it is. Very this exciting. is excitement. Oh, look at the that excitement really that's going on here. Bringing in a lot of dough. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah. No, we're not. Jordan, bring us some bread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Science. Second most exciting. Science? No. I always thought science was pretty cool, except yeah. for the lab coat and the goggles. But it's a safety thing. You didn't like the lab coat and the goggles? No. Not really. <laughs> it could be very sexy. <laughs> Miss Hashimoto. <laughs> if you remember from Thomas Dolby and Binding Science. Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> teaching. Most exciting. I'm a teacher. Health professional. I'm not a health professional. And journalism. Oh. Journalism can be so, exciting. Digging for the story. So... Yeah. Journalism, performing arts. Think about this it. This is exciting we, stuff. We encompass a lot of these jobs. Yeah, we do. Journalist, uh, you said health professional. Yeah. Oh, you, you're I a certified tra- trainer. Personal you, you, trainer, you, yeah. You keep people healthy. It's fun. Yeah. D- to watch people sweat. <laughs> <laughs> sure. See them break. <laughs> I don't break. <laughs> oh, okay. Get them to that point. <laughs> you're not like Drago. <laughs> no. I must break. <laughs> I must break you. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it'd be no, that, that, Mike's I tried is, that as the, a the slogan. slogan. I, I must break you. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> okay. How come no one's calling? <laughs> so, so pretty, pretty yeah. fun stuff. Yeah, interesting. And of course, uh, we want to thank our friends at Firehouse Doors, our major sponsor. Absolutely. We've got new copy because yeah, somebody do. lost the old copy in the rain. It wasn't me. It was yeah. you. Why so, am I always the guy that takes the fall for this? You, because it's probably some, in the bin outside of our groovy little podcast. You know what? And it didn't get recycled, I bet. It didn't. Here, you, I'm going to check. You, you, you cover you're, that. You're gonna look, I'm going to check the looking? bin. I'm going to check the bin where we put our stuff from. Maybe, you know, okay. Maybe it is in there. I don't know. Anyway, Firehouse Stores, of course, in Livingston County for 24 years. Family-owned and veteran-owned. Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. And they are your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Stores has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. And until April 1st, you've only got a couple weeks left, or about a week, just a little more than a week here. Yes. Uh, call Firehouse Doors. Tell them that Mike and John sent you. You get 5% off your entire bill. No exclusions apply. Give them a call, 810-599-7480. Firehouse Doors, they strive to treat each customer like family. I am a customer and uh, exemplary service always. And he's a happy customer. I am. And that's what's important. Yeah. I Why? did not find the paper bag. Why do you have zip ties? I did find our zip ties. I'm worried. So this was important that we had the okay. zip ties for yeah. uh, St. Patty's Day. Well, yeah. Good to hold. We'll let you figure that okay. out. Okay. <laughs> Fill in that blank. <laughs> Good luck. So, you know, uh, been brought to my, you know, Wordle. We talked to Mona Shan yeah. a couple weeks ago about Wordle. Yes. And we failed miserably at Wordle. But you know what I am starting to see? It was is like Wordle was so hot for so long on right. social media, people bragging and all that. And then, then it kind of tapered down. And now it's kind of ticked back up a little bit. Right. And maybe people were just 
keeping their numbers to themselves. Maybe they were just waiting until they got a good score. Well, I know that there was a Canadian one. I think it was called Cowardle or Canoodle or whatever. I don't know. What uh, it, was, but it was a Canadian words. Of course it was. Wordle, but Canadian, which is fun. Uh, Wordle, and, A. Uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every word is, ends with A. Uh, and now there's Hurdle. Yeah. Uh, as in heard, I heard it. H-E-R-H-E-A-R-D-L-E. Oh. oh, you put Hurdle like a hurdle you jump no, over. I you thought know, that's I'm not jumping over nothing. <laughs> Uh, and so in, the, in this game, it's like, uh, name that tune. They give you a little... But it's not tunes, it's just sounds. It's, it, well, it's a song. You get oh. little bits of song, and then until you, you can guess the song. They say, uh, so... Uh, uh, can we so, play Hurdle? Yeah, let me, so I've got today's Hurdle up, and it's just at Hurdle... Well, just Google Hurdle. Um, so it's Hurdle. Yeah. Hurdle! 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 We're going to play you know Hurdle. We're going to call it Hurdle. Hurdle. It's Hurdle. All right, so I'm going to put the microphone here. That's kind of fun right. to say. Yeah. Hurdle. So, so it gives you one second of audio of whatever right. their song is for the day, and we don't know what it is. You're trying to guess it. So it gives you one second. So here's your first second. That's all that is. Just a little like maramba. That or... is a spray can of WD forty. <laughs> okay. You want me to? Do you want me to type? Maybe that it's in? a spritzer. You want to make that the? No. no let's see. You guess again. artist title. All right. Uh, so hold on. All right. All right. So and I know uh, the, the yeah it's difficult for our YouTube because we gotta work. Um, <laughs> we were going to recreate the sound. This is you know, you know what? Maybe it was a sprinkler system starting yeah. up early so in the morning. You we know don't, what? we don't have a guess. We don't have a guess for that. It, it, that's too short. Right. There's no way to guess. So we, you, we need what you longer, do we need is you say, "All right, you say, give me, give me another second." So let's hear what this is. Yeah, give me a second. Right, here we go. So it's more. That's not gonna. I, you know what? All right, that, give me, that may have been an inhaler. All right. <laughs> it's a song. Oh, it's a song. It's always a it's song. It's always a song. I yeah. thought it was, all, all right, here we go. So I've, I've, we now have four seconds of music here. Are right. you ready? All right, here we go. We're not very good at this. No, we're not. All right, any oh, idea? Oh, we got it going on now. Do you, you know what it is? No. Okay. <laughs> but you get a little sense. Now, I see. So now the bass line kicks in. Hey, isn't that the Hansons? You want me, okay, I'm going to type in the Hansons. No. <laughs> I have no idea what that one is. All right, here we go. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. All right. Let's see. I bet we're wrong. All right. I, I, so I, how do you I typed in DJ yourself? Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Parents just don't understand. And that wow. Was, that was that's wrong. not it? No, that's not it. That was, that was a right. pretty good guess. We've got three more guesses. Does it right. give you any clues like they do? In, uh, it just gives you it? more. It just gives you more. It gives you more of the two. More. All right, so here we go. Here ready? All right. Okay. Hurdle or Hurdle? Here we go. Hold on. See, it's familiar. Oh, yeah. This is the thing. It, it, you're like, oh, I know that song. What is it? Oh, my God. The other day it was Bruno Mars, and it took me. I finally did get it before the, the six. You get six opportunities. Um, and I did figure it out eventually. I'm like, oh, that's a Bruno Mars song. That, that kind of sounded like a uh, Beyonce type or Destiny's Child, that, that kind right. of feel. Well, we don't know. You know no. Well, let me, well, let's uh, you know, a couple more let me, seconds. Let me try there. Beyonce. No, it's not Beyonce. Um. Is it Rihanna? Right. I, ty- I typed in Beyonce, and it only gives me the only thing it gives. I don't know Put why. Lady B. It gives me Arctic Monkeys. I bet you look good on the dance floor. Oh. I don't think that's right, but I'm going to put it there. No, nope, we didn't get it. Oh, I know. Oh, they, okay. they give you something to choose yeah. from? Yeah. All right, let's try. All right, we're going to add another five seconds. Oh, five more seconds. Okay, here we go. This is going to take us into the uh, post show. You're a bad boy. Yeah. With my girl, Drew. Cameron, Deep, and Destiny. 
Okay. That's Destiny's Child. It does sound. Yeah. That's Destiny's right, Child. See, and then wasn't that Beyonce's group? That was her original group. Yeah. Right. All right. See, Destiny's Child. I got it going on. All right, so we have the choices we. Uh, oh, you know what, though? You can't this let us. This is spoiler. This is top secret stuff. No, don't answer. We can't. Do you know that. what? I'm not. Okay. You can't ruin here. We won't for say. Everybody. We won't say what happens. We won't right? be on say. Which one do you think? Let me let me point to which one do you think I should enter? They give us. Uh, they're giving us five Destiny's Child choices. I like booty delicious. All right. Now you're gonna, okay. <laughs> That's one of the choices. All right. That's not here, it. Though. Here we go. That's not it. Oh, you did not get. I, I thought. Yep, I know it what it is. Though it I was. Oh, going now we know what it is. I, I knew it was going to go to. They that They gave one. us the answer. We're not going to give away the answer. You'll have to. It's not booty delicious. Oh yeah. <laughs> the two whitest men on the planet. <laughs> you got that groove going on the dance floor. We want to thank Murphy's Family Auto. Call today to schedule an appointment, 517-552-3040. Or come on by the shop at 6000 Pinkney Road, Murphy's Family Auto. Your car knows. Yeah, they do. You know what else your car knows? What? It's time for today's two-cent right. history lesson. But it was better you know worth every penny. He's not going to make me walk out of the studio today. He's not going to throw me out today. No, well, you never know. Today, March 22nd, your two cent history lesson. It was on this day in 1733. Joseph Priestley. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I know CPR. Oh, my God. It ain't happening. <laughs> well, what did I do? Nothing. I swallowed wrong. I swallowed down the wrong, wrong way. Hatch. Oh my god! Well, you know what? Joseph Priestley invented carbonated water or seltzer. On <laughs> <So this thing. laughs> if only we had one of those seltzer bottles oh, I could spray it with. That was a live John wacky. King choking. <laughs> That's gonna. The ratings are gonna go up. John King's choking Almost to death. Die. I'll listen to that one. I saved him. Okay. No. <laughs> Eighteen forty-one in the state. Orlando Jones. Not to be confused with Orlando Serpeta. or Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, received a patent for cornstarch. Huh. Cornstarch. Yeah. A good thickener. 1903, Niagara Falls ran out of water because of a drought. Did you know that? I did not know that. I did not know that. I didn't know that. I, I mean, the falls. There's I know that the, fall the, the, the U.S. falls at one point were shut down because they were putting in a dam or something. And they yeah, shut watch your language. This is the family show. I'm sorry. The first patent for a laser was filed for in 1960 on this yeah. day. What are you going to do with that thing? Give it to Captain Kirk. <laughs> Put it on my head. Make my cat go crazy. <laughs> no, I think this was a zapping laser. Yeah. Like they used in the movies. Mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and is it the same day that it's William Shatner's birthday? It is. Mm -hmm. Of course, they had phasers. Yes, there was a phaser, not yeah. to be confused with a laser. Right. 1975, Led Zeppelin started a six-week run and number one on the U.S. album charts with Physical Graffiti. Oh, yeah. It's the band's fourth album. Number one in the U.S. But we all know, side two. Of, Led, that's uh, Led Zeppelin 4. Right, physical Led, you're right. Side two, Led Zeppelin 4. Let's see, get the chicks. Boom, boom, Polygram Records, 1992, officially announced that Tears for Fears had split up. Mm, they're back. Yes, they reformed in 2004. Right. And uh, they're on tour right now. Right they, now? They sound great. Yeah. It's pretty early. <clears throat> well, I'm sure they're you know, <laughs> finishing up a tour somewhere. <laughs> and 1999, acting as his own lawyer. 
1999, Dr. Jack Kevorkian went on trial for murder, telling a jury in Pontiac he was carrying out his professional duty in a videotaped assisted death shown on 60 Minutes. Remember right. when that when when that happened? We were, and you know what they say when you have when you are your own attorney, you have a client. Your ass, your client is an ass. Yeah. And it wasn't long after that that you know he did his time. Well, he was convicted. Yeah. Represent yourself. And uh, <laughs> and then remember they auctioned off his van. Right. The death. Where is that thing now? The death mobile. I don't know where I don't the know van went. Right so that's your two cent history lesson right. for this March 22nd. And uh, a survey we'll share with you this morning. 36% of, of pet owners give their pets humans, human names, such as Bruce or Bella. Right. And your dog's name is Rocky. My dog's name is Rudy. They'll be doing the show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy will sleep through it. 32% prefer traditional pet names like Fido or Fluffy. I would never name a dog Fluffy. I mean, yeah. some dogs, you know, well, I agree. Yeah. 28% of I'm people... Not, I'm not calling out the door, Fluffy! <laughs> I know. Fluffy! Sit, Fluffy, sit. Yeah. No, I don't think so. 28% of people name their pet after food. Like meatball or biscuit. Okay. Well, yeah. our previous dog was Scrambles. So it was leading up to the eggs. Kind of. <laughs> he was a bit scrambled. Did you name him Scrambles? No. Or was they, it came, came, came yeah, from the shelter? Uh, and 6 and 10 admit to judging other people based on the names they give their pets. I guess I just kind of did that too, didn't I? Right. With the fluffy thing. Yeah. Where did the van end up? Um, Zach Baggins, star of Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel, paid $32,500 for the rusty 1968 Volkswagen van. Yeah. Uh, and had been parked in a storage lot uh, at American Jewelry and Loan Pawn Shop at 8 Mile in Detroit. And... You know, what he did with that, we don't want to know. <clears throat> that was back in twenty. Would you really want to go inside of it? I don't, I don't see it. You know, I, any chicks that are going to be turned on by that thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, want to go for a ride? <laughs> no, no. All right. That's your two-cent history lesson God. for today. We hope you learned a little something. Yeah. And that's... Uh, Drink your coffee slowly or you choke to death. That was not acting. That really happened. No, that was, that was real. I see a little come out the nose, and I've, no, I, I've made him do stuff like that before yeah, back in the old days. No, that's true. At our former job. Right. But that was back when we didn't own the equipment, so if yeah. I ruined it, it didn't matter. They're like, sorry, <laughs> now this is all my stuff, now I care. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got coming up tomorrow on the show? Uh, Uncle Bill and School oh. of the Fools. All right. In our, in our uh, spotlight tomorrow. We're going to talk about Easter Bunny All right. coming to town, hopping in the pink meat. Two cent history, too, or whatever else we can put in. There'll be stuff. Squeeze in. All right, stand by for the post YouTube exclusive content. I'm going to lean back for today's content. <laughs>